Hello, Commander Watts here from Cape Cod. It's getting dark out. You know, still 4 o'clock, starting to get its dusk. I always wonder what that meant. But uh, the darkest hours before dawn, but uh, what's happening right now is uh, just this, just minutes ago, uh, BTC De uh, D Dev announced that uh, on the Slack, that there is a uh, wallet QT dot uh, IE or EX or whatever that designation is for Bitcoin Dark that's, that uh, will run the SuperNet wallet. Uh, let me take a few seconds while I'm talking to you here. I was running out of time. Uh, it happened right as uh, I was getting to the... Uh, getting to the, uh, what do you want to call it? Oh, to my show. And uh, let me get back out to here and I'll post the GitHub you go to. There is also a, um, let me get that out there. So if you're interested in doing that, you can do it. It's, uh, let me copy that and I'll put that in the, uh, Supernet chat right now for Cavando. Uh, here you go. The uh, put this in. How are you, folks? I'm doing good here. Uh, this is what we can do at uh, get it out real quickly. You know, if you happen to listen live, uh, right there. That's the uh, that's the link to the GitHub to uh, get the uh, BTC uh, Dark Wallet, which you can run SuperNet. Now you're going to have to um, edit the uh, your your SuperNet config file, and uh, let me. Uh, here's what this is. Let me copy that and I'll get that out there too for you. The, uh, now I'm not going to edit this. I'm just going to get it, uh, out there for you right away. How come that, uh, I'm losing something there. For some reason, that, uh, Oh, there we go. All right, there you go. There it is. So you uh, you got a that's an R. There should be an R in front of that. Run next alongside it, then Bitcoin Dark dash QT dot exec, and make sure you edit your SuperNet config. And uh, Mr. E asks how, and you replace the paths. Uh, replace the BTCD addresses with your own, and uh, oh, it's in there twice for some reason. That's all. It's all messed up. Let me put that. Uh, I don't know. I'm having trouble running this chat. Oh, I copied the whole damn thing. So uh, here we go. Where this is the fun of live radio. You get to watch Cavando make an idiot out of himself uh, by trying to get this information out. Uh, to you and I really don't mind as long as uh, speed is of the essence and we want to get this information out uh, to you so let me make another message so it's clean for the github link for you to get out there if you're interested in doing it uh, it's a pretty big deal really uh, here's another one how's that go uh, alright there's that link the HT1S. Uh, I don't know why it doesn't come out like it's supposed to. Let me check to see that that goes to the right spot. That should go to... Uh, oh, yeah, there it goes, right to the GitHub for Bitcoin. Dev. All right, so we're all good to go. Uh, now, other stuff that's going on. So if you're interested in taking a look at what the SuperNet uh, integration, Bitcoin Dark, and I'll tell you right now, there's been a... Uh, a Bitcoin Dark right now on uh, Bitrex is trading at, let's see, I'll get it up, 
uh, now it's a GUI. When you do go out there, if you do that Bitcoin dark wallet, uh, man, I'm having some trouble. Oh, they're saying that that's not available. Wow, I'm having some trouble. My internet is slowing down here. Uh, maybe it has something to do with the weather. Oh, finally coming in. Uh, the last uh, sale was uh, 379399 That is a pretty good price on uh, Bitcoin Dark. Uh, I think it's, you know, a, one of those sleeper-type coins that's in the core uh, that uh, there aren't a lot of them, and uh, the, whole, the float is uh, pretty small. I think it's, I'm not going to say what I think. There aren't a lot of coins. They'll be valuable. You're going to have to have them if you want to utilize SuperNet and run all these teleport telepathy and uh, integrated functions. And uh, it runs the SuperNet. So I think Bitcoin, a dark coin, will go up. And I'm going to be doing some shopping. My money came in. And I'm going to get some shopping done uh, as far as coins go. And it looks like a great time because we had a great dip. I checked my next wallet this morning. Down 10%. My whole holdings, and uh, I'm, and uh, there's a lot of talk about it. Some some uh, large holder last night did a dump all across Next and the Next Asset Exchange. So a a a, a holder of a great great quantity of SuperNet and other Next assets and Next itself. Uh, although the Next price has been holding pretty well. Uh, 5300 that's it's been down around that area uh, and the, the price of supernet seems to be holding pretty well too considering that uh, I think it was 7,000 of those that they dumped that this one person dumped so for supernet uh, the asset to be holding as well as it is is uh, quite the accomplishment uh, showing uh, good strength and uh, so happy about that. Let me check my next wallet. And uh, yeah, I got a price of uh, SuperNet right now is 244 uh, is the lowest ask, and the people are bidding 222. So that's a pretty nice price. But it it uh, you know it was like 240, 250 yesterday. And uh, as I said, my entire uh, next asset portfolio has dropped 10 percent. So that means if I had a hundred thousand, I'm down to like ninety. Uh, so if you had uh, fifty thousand, you know you're down to what forty-five. You know that's uh, that's a pretty big drop. You know one day, and there's uh, some of the uh, heavier dudes uh, that uh, in this whole uh, crypto world, uh, particularly those involved in SuperNet and on Slack, and they were analyzing it all and worried about what it was and it seems that they they feel they tracked it down because you can look at the addresses in the next wallet that it's one individual let's do this so somebody's stuck for coin out there they're speculate they're, and they're going back and forth and people are speculating on who and why and all that other stuff but it's only one individual who is stuck in some kind of jam at the end of the month it's got to raise some coin who knows could be some Russian guy that's uh, some could be some guy that's got to pay off his bookie uh, it's got other stuff due uh, got a big balloon payment uh, who knows but uh, what it what it's doing for supernet right now is making for a huge buy-in opportunity and again uh, the supernet has uh, not been uh, there's been there hasn't been any promotion of it at all. Uh, you know, and when it and, and there isn't going to be any until everything is up and running, but uh, and all the features are working, then we'll start promoting it. Now, this is what James says this is James' policy, and Supernet, uh, S, uh, Supernet Radio and Supernet Radio Network, SNRN, are going right in behind him. We are building Supernet Radio Network, we already got 24 stations that we launched. We're testing out all kinds of different things, and uh, and it, it's it's not fully operational. It, it's operational to the point where uh, we're doing live shows, and we got a 24-hour stream, and we got music, and we got advertisers, and we got we're starting to get advertisings in, 
and uh, and then we'll be issuing an asset, the super SNRN asset, at some point. And I can't tell you, I'm going to be posting a business model over the weekend. Uh, I'm going to post our business model on the supernetradio.net site, which again is partially constructed, but you know we're not shy about letting you uh, take a look at that stuff. You'll also notice if you're on the Supernet Radio site, you haven't been there in a while, that the, uh, the new graphics, the new front page, and uh, pretty, pretty snazzy. I love that red, white, and blue. Love that thing in uh, the Supernet logo with the uh, glyphs and uh, for uh, music. It, uh, it's really snazzy looking. That's, that, that's what that Lutz does, you know, when he's not busy uh, making a living in corporate slavery. So uh, a lot of stuff going on that way. And again, the biggest thing, the hottest news right now, just minutes ago, Bitcoin Dev, Bitcoin Dark Dev uh, has uh, released a wallet, compiled a wallet, uh, Bitcoin Dark uh, QT.exec. You can run alongside next and actually it's for testing only. It's not for use and widespread use. And again, it's uh, we're get, we're getting close to it. It, it. It'll be launching at some point in time, and when it does, everything will be uh, copacetic and working. And uh, that's the way it's planned. The promotion uh, it hasn't gone down. We in at Supernet Radio Network, we're doing the same thing. We uh, I'll post that business plan this weekend, and you'll be able to peruse that and get a good look at it. And then when we do, very at some point in the very near future, we'll be issuing that at Supernet Radio Net uh, SNR and asset, and it'll you can purchase that, and um, you'll see in the business plan how it's all set up to work. Uh, again, it's one of uh, that's the beauty of the Supernet and how James has got this. Uh, and his team have got this set up where you can monetize all of these things so they're self-sustaining and uh, it creates a uh, ecosystem within itself uh, that uh, provides services that uh, there'll definitely uh, be a demand for and it gets nearer and nearer to the real world. You know, as we speak, case in point, Coinbase's uh, creation of an asset exchange this week and uh, people uh, are now able to do that now there's uh, Coinomat is coming out with their debit card uh, where you can exchange different uh, coins oh also want a new website don't let me forget scroll down a little bit you'll see uh, the ad for alt nuts the uh, our first advertiser, we did give him a, a a pretty good deal, I must say. But that's great. He's taken advantage, and uh, we're happy to do it, and uh, happy to welcome to the SNRN family. Now, Altnuts is uh, runs uh, a multi pool that is. Uh, let me get to that. He gave me some information. Uh, let me get. To that the um, the let's see where did I put that information uh-huh. um, hmm. I got it somewhere oh the uh, elite mob by the way is uh, the creator, uh, and if you got any questions, uh, he runs Alt Nuts, and it's a mining algorithms, uh, and you can use SHA-256 X11 script. You get paid in Supernet coins, uh, Opal, Bitcoin, Dark, Veracoin, or VPN coin. You know, you can change, uh, uh, you can ch uh, decide what you want to get paid in. And the profit, it's a typical multi-pool where uh, the, the profits uh, switching ports, so you're always mining the most profitable coins. And then it also uh, has Titan support on the script ports, so the big boys can mine too. And I asked him, I said, what the hell is this Titan? I hadn't heard of that. I guess it's these KNC Titan uh, that makes these things. Uh, it costs about five grand, and they run at like 300 plus 
uh, megahertz on a script algo. So uh, that's pretty high powered and uh, you can do that. So and that's uh, that uh, mining pool that is available you, and there's an ad you, you scroll down on the supernet radio uh, .net site and you'll see that ad down there click on there get right out there I'm going to get my blizzard up and running on that myself I got a little 1.2 uh, gig blizzard that uh, has been laying fallow I haven't had much time to do any mining been busy doing too much other stuff now that other sellout uh, that, that actually they've decided th these guys that have been monitoring this big sell off is that there's there are actually four accounts, and it looks like one guy is in charge of those four accounts, and they hold um, 7,000 Supernet each, and uh, they all go back to a 48 million Next account uh, from the original Genesis block funding, and uh, each was funded with uh, a, a, a 2.5E6.5E .5E Next so that's a lot, and they are worth uh, over five uh, to the sixth now. Uh, five, five to the sixth, so that's six zeros, five million next. So it's worth about five million next uh, now, and um, one of them is being cleaned out, and it looks like he just needs money. And um, the guy who posted this says it's annoying as it is. It's nothing special, except that it's it's a significant drop in the whole, the entire value of all next assets, and uh, so. But the next supernet seems to be holding pretty good. Um, so, but again, it's a, it's about ten percent. So you figure if next was a supernet was two fifty, you'd expect a drop of about uh, twenty five, which would be ten percent, to get it down to two twenty five, and uh, what was that's exactly about what it was. So uh, yeah, no, well actually two forty four is the lowest ask and the highest bid is two twenty two. So, but no one's selling it for that. Let's see when the last sale was. Let me take a look. Uh, the last sale of Next uh, of Supernet uh, occurred. There were 38 sold at 222 at 1533.13, and uh, it, that is uh, it is now 16. So it's uh, a little uh, less than an hour ago was the last sale, and someone sold them for 222. But uh, another sale, uh, uh, actually, the, a total of 50 were sold. Then uh, here comes uh, at that time uh, very quickly. You know, with, actually, they went out at the same time. Someone sold 60, 50 then. And before that, it was, you know, 20 minutes earlier was a buy of five at 244. You can see about 222, so you know around there. But there, there aren't people buy. There, there's uh, people want to buy it at 222. Someone's got uh, a, a buy of 311 up there on the buy orders, uh, and uh, of 222. And there's a sell of uh, 6.9 at 244. The next sell is 62 at 244. That's like you know that all at point one over uh over it so i would say uh you know somewhere in the middle of there so 230 so less than 10 percent the next is holding good let me see somebody is uh sleep mob selling me in all right yeah i got it out there found it uh got that information out there elite if that was uh, to your liking uh he's uh he he's a big uh, mover and shaker in the uh, in the uh, Opal Coin, and uh, I don't know. We don't, maybe we can get him on here for an interview sometime. Uh, if we can, we got uh, oh we got the Colored Coin uh, Primer uh, Primer is going to be on live on Monday at 7:30. Where uh, I just put that on the schedule for this Monday coming up. The um, 
bass guitar man is uh, is going to uh, educate me about colored coins. I'm going to ask questions, and I have I, I have been asking people, I haven't been able to get any understanding of it. So he's going to uh, I'm going to uh, be the student and ask the questions, and uh, people can Skype in or uh, or put their chat their questions on the chat and. Uh, we'll all understand how those colored coins work. Uh, we're also trying to get the creator of uh, this guy Flavion, who invented the color coin. We're, we're, we're making an effort to try to get him on too uh, and uh, get this explain, explained to our uh, listeners out there exactly what uh, these things are all about and uh, get these things explained because that's what the the mission the main mission of supernet radio and supernet snrn uh, the network is to get the word out to people on how these things work what they do uh, and uh, how they can be useful to you the um, that uh, so so that's going on. Those are the two hot things. The other really hot thing is the selling, the selling of the, these beautiful super uh, net coins, uh, silver. They're they're not just a, a, a you know a dull bullion uh, coin. They're they're proof quality. Uh, they're uh, like forty five dollars. You get a ten percent if you're a slacker, and uh, the way you do it is you get out to. Um, the asset exchange and it's out there if you scroll down on the shout box on the shoutcast on supernet radio network you scroll down a little bit and you'll see the uh the links to get out to uh where you can purchase those coins and you actually buy a coin and uh on the nest uh, on the asset exchange right now and the coins it, it it's it, it represents a coin. They haven't been minted yet. They're going to be minted in about six weeks. But that means you own that coin. And there are a limited number of them uh, in this first minting. Doesn't mean there won't be uh, more. But uh, you can follow that up uh, by uh, what, by following those links and uh, educate yourself on that if you want to do that. A uh, couple of, uh, I know that, uh, I believe Lutz has got at least one. He'll probably buy a ton, you know, a couple of... Do- uh, that's too much, you know. He, he can't afford it. We're spending so much money putting it into this. We're paying this... Uh, we're running this, soup, this SNRN out of our pockets until we can get up and running and uh, with our business plan. But, uh, you know, that's okay. We're happy to do it. But I believe Lutz will uh, donate one and we'll have a raffle or we'll have it a giveaway or we'll do something here on the station once we get that coin in our hot little hand. So uh, it's, uh, you know, another one. It's a pretty neat little look, looking coin. There's pictures of it out there, too, When you, if you follow those links that you can see on the uh on that shoutcast. Listen, I got a song I play every Friday, and uh, I'm going to get started on this now, take a little break, and uh, be back with some other stuff that's going on. But that's basically the hot news. The the, 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 the latest news is that uh, the BCD dev uh, has compiled a Bitcoin dark wallet that you can download. The links are on the Supernet Radio site. You can get out there. You run along next. You got to change your config, your Supernet config file a little bit. But for those with a little bit of technical expertise, and it's for testing only, testing only, folks. But but that's news. And again, would it be in Friday? The uh, a lot of things happen over the weekend on Fridays. Have been have been quiet on weekends lately. We got the Super Bowl coming up. Who knows what will happen? But uh, here's a little one of my favorites that uh, refers to Fridays, and it's an oldie from a group called Aztecs Two Two Step. One of Commando's faves.
It's Friday afternoon. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> Commando having a little fun here. I'm happy about the weekend. I uh, went over to visit Miscellaneous yesterday. So, you know, I got a smile on my face after uh, seeing her for a while. You know, she's going to be moving away, I'm sorry to say. And uh, what? Well, that's her choice. You know, what can I do? Nothing to do. I'm not going anywhere for a while. The um, Now, uh, we're getting some competition in this radio world. I was listening to a uh, some other radio station. Uh, this crazy name, uh, Dogecoin Dark Radio or something like that. And uh, I'm not sure how it all works out, but I was listening to it and... Uh, had a couple guys out there, and it was guys known uh, money makers, guys that had made money in the in the uh, world, that uh, the crypto world, and uh, some of them not too popular guys. One of them was Bob Surplus, and there was a couple guys interviewing him, and they were talking about uh, pump and dumps and Ponzi's and how it's done. And I guess this Bob Surplus, not the most popular guy. But, again, he'd be welcome to come on to Supernet Radio Network also. You know, we'll, we'll give you some time to talk, and we'll get some people to come in and ask you some questions, and we'll air both sides of the argument as democratically, you know, as we can. But uh, remember, it's a democracy that's run by Lutz and Kavando. You know, we're uh, the kings of this democracy so maybe that does, makes it not a very demo democratic. You know, I think of myself as a, as a democracy-related uh, person, but basically uh, we pay the bills, so, you know, we're in charge here. But we do offer uh, both sides. We want to hear from both of these people. Now, actually, it's pretty interesting. They were uh, talking about how all of these different, uh, you mean, uh, people call them scams. And uh, and 
one of the things that they were saying is these guys were saying that it isn't really scamming. It's how the game is played. It's what the crypto world is about. Uh, my take, my side of it is that that's the kind of that, that you got guys that will play that game, and uh, there uh, somebody loses their money. That's what a zero sum. Uh, they're zero-sum games. Now, uh, someone had asked the other day out on Slack, I was watching, what is zero-sum? And uh, zero-sum uh, transactions means that someone's going to lose. Someone's going to win. Someone's going to end up with more money, and someone's going to lose money. It's zero-sum. There's no creation of wealth. It can't be everybody wins. And uh, somebody is going to uh, be left holding the bag. And I remember me thinking about this when I was first getting into the game. And I was talking with this fellow that was uh, building my computer. And uh, was a, a crypto guy and actually talked me into putting in a couple of uh, GPUs and uh, doing some mining. And then I started the mining. I said, it's going on. And, you know, these scams that they do, these pump and dumps and uh, make these big promises, uh, Ponzi schemes. And um, he said, well, if I can make money on it, I'm going to participate. And I said, see, that's the problem. If you, if, if you get a lot of people trying these games, it's going to continue. You know, you've got to say, I'm not going to participate. And, but people think that they can be better than the other guy, and they do. Basically, what happens in a Ponzi scheme is that they pay, they, they charge money for shares in a, a, a straw company or a beard. Some people call it, a, it's like having a beard. A beard uh, is a, a person that really doesn't exist. That's a front and uh, people pay these shares in, uh, money for these shares. Say they pay 100 next a share, and then they immediately, the next week, they start paying out 10% uh, of all the money they take in to all the shareholders. So they're paying a really good dividend right away to the existing shareholders. So people say, oh, this is great. They're paying a great dividend. So more people buy, they pay out 10% of the dividends. So they got more money coming in. They use... 10% of that money that comes in to add more dividends and they get uh, this snowball effect where they're taking all this money in and paying off the previous owners with the money that they take, a portion of the money that they've take, they're taking in on a weekly basis and then when they get a, a big chunk, they disappear. That's a Ponzi scheme. And uh, Italian guy of uh, Italian extraction in Boston started that in the 20s, named Ponzi. That's how it got the name. And then you got your, uh, so pretty interesting that they hear these guys talk, and uh, they do it, they consider it a game that they won. And uh, they play it better than others. Now, they also got into how the pump and dumps are, and uh, Bob Surplus was saying that uh, with one Bitcoin, he can he can pump any coin, and how how they do it is they just create accounts and they they buy and sell to themselves. You put it on a bot, and uh, you're selling Bitcoin and buying Bitcoin, and the bot is going one tiny bit higher, and then someone goes above that, and they try to get you to uh, this uh, panic buy going. Uh, and all they got is one Bitcoin uh, invested, and then when it gets up to a certain point, they dump theirs and uh, at a higher level than that they are. It's all calculated by the bot. So it was interesting to hear these guys talk, and they uh, they you know they rationalize their. Uh, you know the way that they're uh, they're doing that uh, other stuff that it, it's a game that everybody's playing and they just happen to be the winners, but it's zero sum. Someone's going to lose their money. Someone's going to get it, and uh, the uh, and a lot of that uh, is uh, you know with the with NAS, they get these private pools that are used exclusively for mining. 
and uh, you know they're primarily optimistic, uh, opportunistic is what Liberty Now had said, based on launches and profitable coins, and then they get the trading bots that make small profits each day, using arbitrage tactics, and uh, you know they're working six major exchanges and the asset exchange. So they'll look, uh, these private pools uh, are being run by these guys and they'll see where the better price is across these six exchanges and moving back and forth. And uh, then you get a combination of Ponzi and, uh, uh, and pump and dumps and it's what is done uh, it, it's classic uh, ARB uh, mining Ponzi. And uh, that, that's what Twinner did asked about uh, what zero sum is, and that's like nobody can win. You know, the uh, some of the ones that uh, are famous uh, back in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, when the derivatives, uh, see the thing about derivatives is, is that somebody uh, has to lose. And uh, it's because it's zero sum. Someone's going to win. Now, what happens, it, now derivatives can be useful. How they're used in business is say that uh, some company wants to build a huge uh, new uh, facility. Samsung wants to build a new uh, research development manufacturing facility in uh, Brazil. So they take a look, and it's going to cost them X, amount, X billion amount of dollars. So they contact a broker, and they make a deal for what they can afford, the dollar amount. So it's going to take them a year before they can start it, but they get all their plans and everything moved in there. And they're going to need X amount of dollars. So they call up uh, yeah, now J.P. Morgan, and they say, we're going to need... You know, uh, five billion dollars on uh, January of uh, January of 2015, uh, or let's say they're going to do it next year, 2016. So uh, we want to uh, buy a futures contract, a derivative on that today. So J.P. Morgan sells them, gives them a price. Uh, for five billion dollars of U.S. doll, five billion U.S. dollars at on at of January of 2016. All right. So what's happened there is Samsung has frozen their cost. They're not going to take a gamble and say the dollar might go down, the dollar might go up. They, they and that will affect how much they can pay or whether they'll want to build that thing then or the, so what it does it freezes their costs so <clears throat> so now they've got a known cost they've got the five billion dollars that they paid for at a certain rate that's due them a 2016 now and JP Morgan will charge a percentage to them now what JP Morgan does is they get the percent, and then they get a fee for arranging the deal. And then they go out, and they'll sell the other end of that transaction to somebody else that will bet that it will go down now that they have a, a, a fixed amount of money. And these are how all of these developers' uh, derivatives are. Uh, that's the business use of them. But then people started uh, getting they started getting out of hand and they started doing credit default swaps and all kinds of things that led to the market crash and uh, and then before that the, the one of the well-known one was that uh, some like 28 year old trader for uh, bearings uh, an old uh, vulnerable uh, institution that had been around for you know a couple of hundred years old banking and uh, they had actually financed the Louisiana Purchase back in, uh, you know, 1803, I believe that was, when Jefferson was president. And they had been around quite a while. And this guy, a young trader, uh, was working down, I believe he was in New Zealand or Australia somewhere, and he made a big bet on these derivatives 
uh, in Japan. Japan looked like a sure thing, and uh, you know, one of those can't lose type of things. And he he bet a whole shit ton of money, and uh, on, on derivatives. And then you know, two days later, there was a huge earthquake in Japan, and everything crashed, and including bearings, it went bankrupt. You know, been around for years and years, hundreds of years, and they're bankrupt because of this young pup who uh, made a huge derivative uh, uh, invest, investment in derivatives in a Japanese market. And, I mean, how can you predict that? But, you know, that's the name of that tune. Uh, you know, and these things have been uh, going along for a while. You know, I, I, Commando's a history buff, and uh, we borrowed American uh, American Republic borrowed a lot of money from France uh, to uh, finance the uh, American Revolution, partly because they, you know, had been longtime rivals with Britain. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, it was a, to the tune, it would have been like $350 billion in today's dollars that France lent to America. And that was like in 1780. And then the French Revolution occurred in 1789 because basically the French Republic went bankrupt due to uh, all of that money that they loaned to the United States. So that's the French Revolution. And then in uh, going forward in uh, 1790, uh, 1790 and into the 1800s, you got the Napoleonic Wars. And the big battles between uh, France and uh, Britain and uh, the rest of the uh, the, the Allied uh, states, Prussia was in on that fight. Napoleon, he was attacking everybody, man, and uh, and uh, we didn't get involved. You know, I mean, the British supposedly, uh, the French helped us. We didn't go with the French. Uh, you know, and that's where John uh, George Washington gave his you know uh, farewell address. In 1798, don't get into entangling alliances and uh, set the stage for, you know, American neutrality until after the Second World War when the United States really has become the policeman of the world. And I say, let's put an end to that. You're going to have to do your own fighting, boys. You know, they can get us to do it. These guys, these guys in Afghanistan and Iran and all these other countries, they start saying, oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. Uh, stand up and fight for yourself, fellas. That's what I say. And, uh, you know, that whole Iraqi Kuwaiti thing, I say, let's bill those motherfuckers for everything we did for them. And, uh, you know, what do we do this for free? Uh, What's the kind of some deals that the Koch brothers are involved in? All kinds of geopolitical maneuvers coming on. If we went into some just some common sense, uh, I'd feel a lot better about it. And uh, Cavando for president. Yeah. 2000, what is it, 2016, yeah, that, that, that'll never happen. Uh, my record, boy, I'll tell you what, they scrutinize that. Those, you know, I got too much integrity to be a fucking politician, right? I'd, I'd run those boys out of town. It'd be something if I ever got elected, boy. Things would change. So, uh, so that's what's going on with that. Uh, so that was on the radio the other day uh, about that. And we, we'd like to get some... Uh, we like to get some devs on and uh, explain their technologies, uh, what they're doing, uh, what their philosophies are on crypto. Uh, you know, there's no uh, no censorship here. You know, we'll give you a shot uh, to uh, say your piece. So uh, let's see what else I got for you. The uh, oh the. Uh, another thing that's been going on is the uh, Coinbase has started their uh, Bitcoin exchange with the money that they got from New York Stock Exchange, huge amount of money. And they basically are, you know, competitors for uh, uh, Coinomat. Coinomat is coming out. It's a net asset exchange, uh, asset on the net, a net asset exchange and uh, they're going to have a uh, card you can load stuff on to uh, those are going to be able to order them supposed to be this week uh, now uh, well you know what let me get another song on because I, I, I want to get my timing down on my uh, I want to get at least two songs in a day and 
I, I got a nice song here for you. Uh, I really like this band, and uh, it's part of uh, Cavando's overall philosophy. Uh, this is uh, a little tune Kavando's from uh, Dave overall Matthews. philosophy. <laughs> Celebration of uh, his uh, pal, longtime member of the uh, of the band that uh, the Grucox King is uh, was his nickname. Uh, he died. That uh, was injured uh, severely in a uh, four-wheel driving uh, four-wheeling uh, accident and. Uh, eventually perished after, uh, died off after those uh, injuries and uh, was a sax player and uh, they were pretty sad, took some time off from touring because of that, wrote that song in his honor and uh, the group clicks thing and uh, 
have a drink on him, I guess, is what Dave's saying, and enjoy life, because you don't know uh, when it's coming or going or what it's doing, but we're all having fun here in this crypto world. And, uh, okay, let me get back to the thing. I see I took a quick look out on Slack, and that uh, BTC Dev is uh, letting everybody know out in general, if you're in Slack, uh, get out there in general, and you can get all the particulars on uh, how to get on there and start testing that the wallet with the supernet in it. Now, uh, one of the things uh, I want to remember that I try to do every show is when you're on an a asset exchange, uh, be on the lookout. Make sure that you are, see the asset ID and that you have identified the ID uh, to be like with these silver coins. Make sure you get out there. Someone could put up a silver coin asset and it would be a complete, a complete scam. It would say silver coins, but the asset ID and the wallet uh, address would be different. So make sure you get the correct asset ID. Watch out for any large payments that may come in, strange dividends that come in out of nowhere. You say you go check it out. And, oh, what's this asset? And you decide to buy some because you got, you know, a, a nice dividend out of nowhere and you didn't even own any. Well, you know, that should be uh, beware of anybody uh, bearing gifts. You know, it goes more than uh, just for, that's an old saying about Greeks, but that goes for anybody. And uh, that comes from the Troy, Helen of Troy days with the Trojan horse. You know, they gave him this horse and uh, you know the story. So uh, watch out for those strange dividends and then hi and high payouts, high payouts for uh, assets that you're not familiar with, uh, you know, advertising these high interest rates. And uh, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So uh, that now the other thing you want to recall and uh, that I was getting to is that the coins that are going to be usable in the basic GUI once the SuperNet wallet comes out are Bitcoin, Bitcoin Dark, uh, Bits, which is Bitstamp, uh, which is a service. They're, they're more of a, there's some talk about that out on Slack. Uh, they're, they're not really a coin, they're, they're a service. Uh, Doge will not be 100% uh, available the first week, but it's definitely in the GUI. And, of course, Next, Opal, Veracoin, and uh, VPN coin. So uh, there's that. Now, the coin of that card is supposed to be available this week. And I saw a discussion out on Slack. And uh, Coinamol is uh, another uh, service that does the same thing. And, uh, you know, exchanging uh, fiat into crypto and so forth. They all charge varying amounts. Circle is another process that does it and again um, the way they do it so fast is uh, it, it varies on how they can do it and it uh, like with circle it's almost instantaneous on my circle account where I can I have an, my uh, checking account hooked up to a circle account and I get I can get Bitcoin instantaneously and transfer it into my wallet. Now, if I, but if I want to go the other way and take Bitcoin, change it into U.S. dollars, and then send it back to my checking account, that's when the transactions slow down. That's when it starts taking three or four days, you know, so uh, for Circle. Now, supposedly, these new forms are going to eliminate that, and uh, there's a couple of ways they, they can do that. And the, the faster that they make it, it, uh, it depends on your risk tolerance where, um, and your risk management and you know, how many uh, confirmations to require before processing. Now, uh, my experience with Veracoin, uh, Veracoin has a... Uh, a feature called Verabit, where you can purchase uh, any any time anywhere that they sell Bitcoin, sell except Bitcoin, you can spend Veracoin, 
And the way you do it, you go to your Vera, Veracoin wallet and you uh, click on Verabit and uh, you enter the name, the amount of uh, Bitcoin that the item you're purchasing costs. You click on that. Uh, you send that. It comes back on how many Veracoin. Then you enter the address to where you're going to send it and you send it off. Uh, and uh, very fast, it happens, you know, within two minutes, all of the transactions that they tested and when people were buying, uh, you know, they were buying and sending each other pizzas and somebody bought some uh, trip to uh, vacation on orbits and all of this thing and uh, works like a charm and uh, how, how they made it work is they had a, a private investor uh, fill up a, uh, a an account with a bunch of Bitcoin, and they they limited the amount. I think it was uh, I, I've forgotten exactly what it was. It was only a half a Bitcoin to start with. It went up after that. If you wanted to buy anything worthwhile, it had to be, you know, a better amount. But what they were doing was uh, when you sent, they sent it, uh, they would send your, uh, the Bitcoin, your, your Veracoin into this uh, pool of uh, Bitcoin and uh, exchange it into Bitcoin and then send it out immediately to the address. They didn't wait for the Bitcoin uh, BTC blockchain to process it. They immediately sent their uh, the Bitcoin on to the uh, merchant and waited for the confirmations to come in from uh, the Bitcoin chain, and uh, that's how uh, they they created that Verabit. Uh, so you had to have a a, a, a goodly amount of uh, Bitcoin for uh, you know that to function uh, smoothly and keep functioning so uh, now there's some payment involved the, the people who put that money in uh, you know but who knows what kind of deal they got Did they get a percent of uh, Veracoin from that or did they get uh, a, uh, a chunk of Veracoin issued to them you know that's another whole uh, ball of wax how they got those people to pony up the uh, Bitcoin to make that thing work. So that works fast that way. So uh, now all of these other, uh, these things that are coming in with Coinbase, Coinamol, uh, Mat, and all of that, and how, how they work and how they load them onto the, co to the cards in a rapid fashion, it uh, depends on uh, the... Uh, on, on how they're going to do it. Maybe they only require five confirmations or 12. Now, the, 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 the fewer confirmations that they uh, require, uh, the higher their risk is. So it depends uh, on uh, your risk tolerance uh, and risk management when you get in there. But that's uh, basically what, how they're uh, working those. If uh, someone else has got some other knowledge, uh, don't know uh, if those uh, Coinamol, uh, Coinamat, if they're open source or not. Uh, open source is, uh, I see that the RAM chain uh, technology is not going to be open source. So that's uh, something that uh, James feels is uh, should be proprietary and he'll protect that. But... Most of everything else of Supernet is open source, and uh, people are welcome to it. So that's uh, that's about it for Cavando uh, on the news if uh, for this Friday afternoon here on uh, Cape Cod. On uh, I didn't get the day in. It's Friday, the fr the January thirtieth. I did mention thirtieth, two thousand fifteen, and uh, that's uh, all I got for you. Have a good weekend. Look for that live show. I'll be live uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday next week. Again, we haven't set the time. We're going to shoot for 4 o'clock. As usual, try to get consistent. But don't forget, 7.30 on Monday, we got that colored coin primer. If you're interested in finding out about colored coins, uh, you know, tune in live. And, of course, we'll always have the replay up for you. Check out the supernet.net. 
after this weekend or sometime this weekend, I'll have our business model for SNRN posted there. You can take a look at that, see what uh, we're trying to accomplish here. And uh, have a great weekend. Go Pats. Peace out.